0: Is God able? What's He able to do? What have we learned so far? God is able. I would, if, if you don't if you don't believe God is who He says He is, then listen to the Word of God. He will tell you what He's able to do. You need to know Him that way. God is able, and so we got another scripture that's going to come up today. But do we want to keep God's Word in context, or we want to take it out for our own good? Do we want to make sure we have it in the right context? And that's why we need to read the word of God often, not just say, hey, I got this, I got this. We need to know what God says and how he says it. So are you guys ready to receive God's word today? You know, I was filling up my, who has to fill up their gas tank in a car? Isn't that depressing? Good night. Every once in a while I get these little, because I got a BP credit card, you know, I get a little discount on my gas, you know what I'm saying? And every once in a while it's like, oh, that's better. And another time I filled up thinking, oh, not good. But anyway, I was there and I was filling up my card. I saw something on the ground. And, you know, I, I, this happened to me weeks back. And the Lord spoke to me instantly what this was. And anybody ever seen a coin on the ground? You ever seen it? it? Typically, pennies just, you don't even see them anymore. Nickels people don't even bend over and pick up. Quarters of me think, oh, that might be worth it. So, but dollar bills and everything like that you put in your pocket. What do we do with pennies? We kind of just ignore it, don't we? I, the Lord spoke to me years back and said, you pick up anything on the ground, give it to me in missions, I'll sow it back in your life. And so all I do, anytime I find something, I say, "Woohoo!" I don't care if it's a penny because you know what I do with a penny? If I give it unto the Lord, what happens to the penny? So is this a seed? Does it matter the size of the seed? Does it matter the size of the seed? That's the question. Can you sow and still trust God is going to bring you all that you need? Because of what size of the seed? It's a matter on what it is. Do you have to be a rich man? Or can you be someone that doesn't have nothing? Can you still sow the same? So when I pick that up and think, thank you, Jesus, because I know when I sow this seed, this one right here, instantly a, a scripture comes to mind. Who can remember a scripture about two copper coins? Who can remember that? And a woman, Jesus is with, he sees the opportunity to teach his people, and he does this. He sits over and waits, and here comes all these men with lots of money. They put their money in this, the, the, the tithe box, and they're thinking, "Woo, look at me. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm pulling out. I won't do it today because you won't be impressed when I pull my wallet out. I'll leave that in there. But they were pulling out money and putting it in there, and they're thinking, hmm, look at me strutting. Jesus says, okay, I see that. He sees everything. And then a woman comes up that has nothing. All she has to her name is two copper coins. That's it. Two copper coins. And today's value is probably about a penny. She takes those two coins, which is everything, and she gives it unto the tithe as she enters into worship. Jesus takes note, doesn't he? He sees that. And he then teaches his disciples what giving is. See, people have trouble today in the giving of their heart. People can give grudgingly, people can give cheerfully. She gave by faith cheerfully because she knew as she sewed those two last coins of her life into that, she trusted unto God that's going to provide. Is God able? See, the question is you've got to keep saying, is he able? Because that is the key on everything that you do, even when it comes to money, even when it comes to giving, your time, your effort, everything you have, everything like the woman says, I trust my Lord with everything. This is a representation of a woman and everything that she was worth, put in. And guess what Jesus does? He says, I'm gonna take this moment. This woman needs honored. I don't know what happened to the woman afterwards. I have no idea. I do know, and my Lord, Jesus took good care of her. Do you think she struggled after that moment? Do you think that she went through her life saying, "Oh, I gave everything, man. I should have kept something back"? Or she says, "No, everything is worth my Lord and Savior. Everything I have is worth Him. I'm going to give it all because I know, in return, my God is able." Do you today believe that? Because if you say you do then that parable that Jesus gives will change your life forever if you can trust him with everything. Some of us have trusted Jesus with things that you own, things. You made Jesus a part of your life. You want the goodness of God. You want everything the Bible promises you. You stand fast to what God promises, but you have never surrendered everything. You have held back on him, but you still want him to give you, him, everything that you need. Give me everything, but I'll hold back some of mine. She gives an example of what it means to give everything. So today, as God spoke to me, and I, I mean, I, I'm always moved when he speaks. You know, you know what I love most about my Lord? Is when simple things like a penny on a floor that most people don't even see, can teach me something because I can forget about that too. I can walk right past that and never see it because it's in bad shape. I don't even know if they'll be able to identify that. But I'm thankful my God's done something in me that I take it and say, that reminds me of a parable. And for me to leave that on the ground and not sow it, I I couldn't do it. So today I have the privilege of taking both, and I walk around the car and there's the other penny. I'm thinking, I got one, and I say, thank you, Jesus, because now I remember that parable. I walked around the car after he gave me that, and there was the other coin. I said, two copper coins, instantly. And then I have to ask myself a question. Am I living like her? See, what does this do to you? See, we live in America. We get everything. And I'm not saying you are the rich, young ruler that Jesus comes to and says, sell it all. I'm not saying that. All I'm asking today, can God's word in your heart change you? Is it there just to hear or is it going to make things happen through you? Are you going to allow the enemy to steal or are you going to give back to God and see what's going to happen? Let me ask you another question. Is God able? If you say he is, then you've got to live your life like it is. Like he is. Are you willing to do that? See, this is where it comes down to. I've asked people before. They, they have these, you know Jesus? Oh, I know him. I said, do you know him? Do you know him? Or do you just know him? See, the difference between this and this is action. It's a difference. If you know him... Let me see him in you. If you know him, then bring on the love of Jesus. Because if you find yourself speaking evil against someone, he's not here. See, it comes in action, even on the most precious things you have. How many people work for a living? How many people work hard for a living? You know what I'm saying? And when that check comes, you're like, well, that's the only reason why I work. Right? That's it. It's not like I love what I do. It's because this is the reward. And, and, you know, honestly, thank God for that. Because you know what? The gas still goes up. You still feel tank? You got to take care of a family. ones you love. So the question is this. Will he be Is he able? Your question, what you got to decide is is you willing to live like you know him? Is he able? Let him prove it to you. But he doesn't prove it when he only has some of you. He proves it these kinds of ways when he has all of you. And then you willing to do that? You watch a Jesus take you from some place you never thought you would ever even remotely get out of into places of honor. And so I say, can God teach you today? Because when we go into the scriptures, God able, I want you to grab hold of truth. And I want truth like the Bible said it will do. It will indeed set you free. But freedom is coming when you let that word come from this, from this that you hear into this where it needs to reside. And if that happens, watch out because truth will indeed set you free. You believe that today? That's the way we live our lives. Here's the question. Anybody, you've all heard this scripture before. If you've been in church for any cycle, <laughs> you've heard this scripture. But I'm going to tell you again, just like our last scripture, there is a context to it. And if you're not willing to hear the context, you're just going to grab it and use it. You are mishandling God's spoken word. And I wouldn't want to do that today in your life. So let's do this. God is able. 2 Corinthians 9, eight says this, and God is able to make all what is he going to make all? Tell me. Say it out loud. He's going to make all grace. And who knows, grace is a good thing. Grace is the unfavored. You, it's not like you, he, he gives you, you don't deserve. Grace is described as he gives you what you do not deserve. And how many people believe that's a good thing? If, if it's coming from God, it says all good things come from the Father of lights, all good things. Things come from him. Who wants some good things today? Yes, I say yes to that. So here's the thing if he says, I am able to make all, all, does that mean all? See, grace comes in many fashions. Grace can come by a word you speak because the Bible says, Do not let any unwholesome talk from your mouth, but only words to lift and encourage. And if you do that, it says, Grace comes to those who hear. So you can be an avenue of grace to someone today by what you speak in life to someone. Isn't that great? Grace comes in so many ways. You want grace of God, all you gotta do is give to Him. And how do you give to Him? And two people. You know, it's not about you, it's about others. It's about loving others. You believe that? It's about, he says, put others first. And so if we learn to give out, and guess what? You can be a conduit of grace. you can bring God's grace to someone today by speaking it forward or by doing something. See, that's what's so powerful. Can you be an avenue of grace? Is God able to make all grace abound to you? Let me ask you that. Is God able to make all grace, all grace abound to you? Does He have something against you? Some of you are thinking, "God doesn't love me. God doesn't care about me. God is distant. And if you're saying that, you're listening to a liar. God is not distant. He does love. He does not hate you. He loves you. And he wants all his grace. Everything. Paul says this. He says, I am nothing without God's grace. And so you want to become something, you need what he gives, and that's his grace. So what who wouldn't want some of that? See, that's where things come in my life. It's unfavored love, it's an unfavored blessing. Things that I don't deserve. But he says, Jim, you keep serving others. You keep loving your wife and your children. You keep doing these to other people. You be transparent. You be open. You be helpful. And, Jim, I'm going to flood you with grace. And you will become a conduit of my grace to someone else. Watch and see what happens. It's not the tangible that you see. It's the intangible grace and what it does through you to someone else. They need it. How many people need grace today? I need it all the time. Absolutely. I want to grab hold of that. I don't always understand it, but I know it's the goodness of God. Huh. Paul is suffering with a thorn in his flesh. He goes before. Anybody have been pain before? Anybody have ever suffered before? Paul says this. I have a thorn on my side, which represents a messenger of Satan, a liar, yelling in his ear. He goes before God three times and says, Can you, can you, can you take this from me? How many people have ever prayed before and God, God, help me? I'm in a place of misery. Help me. And God says, What? My grace will be sufficient. How many people need grace today? You see, in your pain, grace will save you. See, this is the power of it. We all need it. Don't even try to do life without His grace. But to get it, you've got to give it all. Become his. And he says, now, because you're listening, because I'm, my Holy Spirit is in you, I will make you a conduit. And as I move through you in grace to others, you will become all you need to be. You're never without. I just love that. That's such a promise. Grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything. Now, that's a big word. Anybody ever said that before? Always having all sufficiency in everything. It kind of sounds like a redundant thing, right? Teachers in here going, "Ah, oh, is that, is that uh, correct the way it's said? Sounds good, doesn't it? Have it. Always have. It. Who likes to always have? I like to have some in this wallet right here. Always have. Isn't that, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be nice? Everything that you every, every, you're, You walk into a situation, you have everything. You go into a problem, I have everything. I go into an argument I have every, well that may be a little different. I go in an argument and God makes me submit. I have everything. I have everything. Wouldn't it be nice to go Everything that you need is there. but why? why? This is where it gets down to what can grace do for you in your situation? What can the grace of God do? That really means At any time, in every way. At any time, and in every way. Everything you put your hands to, can you imagine God's grace, all of it, in your hand? What can happen with God? Is God able? Then what are we afraid of? If we really believe God is able, like he says, God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything. You may have an abundance for what every. There's the key. Every good work. Jesus corrects someone. The, the man said, "You are a good teacher." He says, "Why do you call me good? What does good really mean? What does it mean? I do, I like good food. <laughs> I like good food. Anybody like good food? I like Lauren's good cupcakes." They are, I, I won't say good, they're like heavenly. And she brings me, Lauren, you're not you're not being fair. She gives me two cupcakes and she says, okay, which one is better? <laughs> See, I still want cupcakes to kill come still come to me. Why would I ever critique a cupcake of hers? <laughs> But honestly, I was, I was, I was, I was going to be objective. I was going to not hold sides to one or the other. I looked at them both, and, and I said, okay, I'll try this one first. Excellent. I moved to the other one. Excellent. So she said, you're no help. And you're right, I wasn't any help at all. <laughs> I was just in heaven for about a minute there. It took me about a minute to eat both of them. It was disgusting. I mean, it was, if you saw me, it was not pretty. But What is good? What is good? We describe good in all ways, right? You're a good person. You know, as we go on to good, what does Jesus say good is? Good and perfect things come from who? All good things come from good is him. Good comes from him. We can't manufacture it. We can't. What you eat. We can't bake it, even though it's heavenly. We can't, they're, they're not good. Good only comes from one source, and it comes to you. You can become a good person because Jesus is where? In you. And what you do in behalf of him, what you do to serve him, what you do in good deeds can change a life forever, can help somebody out of a de- desperate place. Despair, even Suicide. What can save that person? The goodness that comes from you. And it comes from God's grace. You can bring it by speaking it, by doing it, wrapping your arms around somebody. You can become. Who wants to be a conduit of God's grace? See, here's the key. Is God able? If you said yes, then you can become the conduit to make it happen. All you got to do is say yes to it. It's that simple. Now, there's a the scripture. How many people like that? Okay, everybody. Um, I don't know about you, I could sit on that and say, all grace abound to me, all sufficient, everything I need. Come on now, any time I need it, it's there. All I got to do is walk in it. All I got to do is focus on what? One thing only, and that is good deeds. What is he taking me to? What is the good deed? What is the good deed? You see, that's the key. So are you ready for good deeds? Are you ready today for a good deed? Have you blinded your eyes to those things in front of you? Or have you opened them and said, God, just use me today. Because I'm, I am confident that if I go into a good deed today, I am confident your word is what it is. All sufficient with everything, I will have it all. An abundance will be mine from God. Nowhere else I don't have to have the money. I don't have the resources. I don't even have to have health. I can then become that grace to someone else. How many people believe the word is true? God is able. There's the promise. Now, we have to get context. Let's go into context. We know it's good deed. It's good deed, good deed. We have to go back two verses. We'll go back to verse 6. Paul speaks again. He says, now this I say. He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Those who sow bountifully, or in word means in blessings, Will also reap how? Bountifully. Now, who wants grace to come? All grace is available, everything God is, and grace will give it to you. He's sufficient, he can do it all in any time, any place, he can do it. All grace. I don't buy. if God's grace, all of it comes, what can I not do? So who limits God? Me. Not him. His promise is yes and amen. I can limit him if I just give livable. Well, you know, I've got these going on. And people say, oh, well, here, here comes churches teaching about money, right? Oh, boy, what are we going to do now? And believe me, I don't. this subject is tough. Of course, I don't care. This is God's word. Listen to me. There's too many people in this place today that are shackled and not set free. And I could sit here and say, oh, I'll pray for you. I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to pray for a new job. I'm going to pray for advancement. I'm going to pray that you have everything you need. I'm to, and God says, listen, Jim, you can pray all you want, but if they don't follow my word, they don't get nothing. And I'd be a liar. If I pray for you and say I want you to have a new job, and you don't want to follow God's word, who's a liar? Me, not him. So the problem is this. How do I teach on that? How do I teach in this? How do I teach that? If you give little to God, you get little back. You give much to God, you get much back. How am I going to preach that? How am I going to tell you that you've been shackled and you don't want to even hear this because you're in a place that your bills don't make sense? How come am I do that? Who am I? All you got to do is follow me. I got a house. I got cars. I got a warm place to lay my head. My bills are paid. You don't understand, pastor. You've never been in my place before. And you're right. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I haven't suffered like you have in this. Maybe I've never been shackled and and beat up where you are now. Because the devil does good work, doesn't he? He knows what he's doing. The devourer can devour. And here you are trying to make it happen. You're working hard. You're, You're making all the pain. You're just Mary making it. And I'm telling you what, this word will set you free. Listen to me. People say, don't bring up tithe because that's an Old Testament theory. There's no Old Testament theory. Abraham set it up. And it's about this. If you can get a hold of what Abraham did in the presence of of Mechizedek, if you can do it in in the presence of God and Jesus represented in that man, can you do that today, then you will know exactly why he did it. And if you can do it in the same heart today, watch and see what God will do. See, the thing is this. Old Testament is for instruction. Jesus says that's instruction. I will fulfill the law. Listen to me now. Through Paul, listen to what I say now. If you're willing to do it, You wait and see. Here's what it comes down to. If you sow little, you will get back from God through his grace who has all sufficiency every time that you need it. How much will you get back from him? What's the word say? If you give much. Now listen, we're not talking money here. We're talking you and what you do with your Time, what you do with your effort, what you give your desire to, all the things that are required. When you say all, what did the two women with the two coins do? Where was her heart? In the trust of God. That's where it comes down to. I'm not telling you to sell everything and, and give it to the church and and you know, you hear enough of that on TV. That's a whole different story. Any man is willing to stand on TV and ask for your money, not in regard to God's word in some other way, hmm, I don't even have to worry about what will happen there. But if I stand here on God's word and said, this will set you free, not me, this will, then I can do it. And I'm telling you, you able to give from your heart, knowing that he is able to make all grace abound to you, through every need, every situation with all that you need, even more so above that to every person in your life that you can bless. Now, do you trust him is God able? Then this scripture fits you. Now, let's go into 7. 7 says this. This is where it says right now you got to be able to do this. Each one must do just as he what? In his heart each one must do as he's purposed. Now, if you look at that word purposed, you will know something's about that. What do I purpose in my heart? Is it just a decision? Well, I think it's a good idea. Nah, uh uh, uh it's not that at all. See, if you're living your life given to God with, well, I think it's a good idea. You know, he, there's promises in God's words, it's a good idea. You in, you're living in Misunderstanding. Because here's what it really means. It says, if you purpose in your heart, purpose is based on truth that is set there. First, on, I know it's true because God's words tells me it's true. He will supply all my need. He will. If I sow, I shall reap. If I give, he shall give back in the same measure. I know it to be true. And when I purpose my heart to do something, look out, devil, because what I sow, he can't take. He can't take. See, this will set you free. If you do what God says, God shuts the mouths of the lions. You can walk. You can be set free. And they think, Pastor, you don't understand. You're not where I'm at. You see, I can be shut down every time I speak. You don't understand. And I would say this, you don't understand. That's the difference. If you're able to let God's truth set you free today, God is able God is able. And listen to this, purpose in your heart, it means two words. It's two words in the Greek. It means to place ahead or in front of you and lay hold of. That's what it means by purpose. So if I were to set, I'm going to use your bag right here, Darren, if I can, because it's green and it glows. If I see something that God wants me to do in good deed, and I know what that is in my heart, I have a decision to make, right? We'll say this is that. I'm going to pull it right up here so we all can see it. Say I know this is a good deed of God. Now what can I do? I can ignore it and say somebody else can do that, right? I can just walk right by, right? Can we do that today? Can we do it on a busy life? Can we just walk by what God says to do? Can we do that? Can we walk by God's good deeds? Can we make, we, some of us has made it a habit of just walking by his good deeds. We, or we can identify it. Know it, and so, oh, well, there's something. Okay, someone called me today, and they're in another state, Michigan. They're in another state, and, and their mother just died a week and a half ago. And, and sh- she needs to get back to Canfield. Because she has no gas, she has her car's broken down, she spent everything she she had to fix her car. She has two children, one a teenager, one a, a a little girl, and they're trying to get back. Now, what can I do with that? I can say, you know, not much I can do. I'm not in Michigan. You need to call a church in Michigan. Or can I say, mm, wait a second. Is God able? Is he able? First thing that must come to my mind, is he able? To make all grace abound to you. So in everything, your all-sufficiency is there for you. you believe that, Jim? Yes, I do. Then trust me. See, so what's happened today, there's been enough beggars. How many people know there's people that need money? There's people that beg for money. There's people that ask you, you can walk down the street in Youngstown. You can go to any big major city and you'll see a person represented poor. You can see them. And you think, hmm. Hmm. Or you, you ever drive up in Youngstown, and, and there's a homeless man over here, or a homeless woman over here, say, I've been told never to give them money. Who's been told that before? Okay? So would you go on, man's? Or you go by what God says. Now, I'm not saying pull out your money and let them go get drugs. Go get them food. See, there's always, there's always a solution in every situation you're in. Whether you believe God is able, that's the key. God is able to do all. He is able to make all grace abound to me. That means I'm prepared at any moment because God is with me. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared at any moment to make a change in someone's life. If someone's in need, Jesus will feed them first, won't he? Loaves and fish, were for what reason? To feed before their mind could see. So I could walk by. No, nah, you know, there's another church there. You're going to be fine. Let me, let me get you in touch with another church. Hey, Call the police station. Or I can say, Jesus your turn. And your turn's through me. So I made an arrangement. I got her what she needed and sent her home. Could have asked questions. Now, people say, you're not wise. Well, I did call the right egg, and I said, is this woman, does she have two children? Does she look like she's in a bad place? And and the woman said, yes, she is. You see, I didn't just give up. I investigated. If you take the time, you can be Jesus to somebody. Jura, It's in your ballpark. So where is she at today? I don't know. I don't have to do that. I don't have to, I don't have to investigate anymore. You see, I don't have to see if she made her. Pr- I don't have to do any of that because you know what? I sowed a seed. I sowed a seed of knowledge that I know God is right. And when I sow it into someone's life, will it come back void? Will it? If I do a good deed, because he says all grace abounds to those who are willing to do that. Are you willing to do a good deed today? Are you going to trust in your own understanding and shut it down? And God says, yeah, you thought it was this. No, I was going to let you be an avenue of grace and you shut it down because your thought says this could be this. And how many people know when you start thinking about something, you're going to make up something. Well, this could happen. What if I gave them money and she went home and overdosed? What if, what if I did this, God? What if I took your money and I put it in the wrong thing? Wouldn't you be mad at me? So I'd rather not do anything. I'll just ignore it. And Jesus says, if you just would have investigated, I would have been able to do something through you, and you shut me down. And yet you want all my goodness, and you're not willing to listen. How many people have done it before I have? I'll be honest. I'll be the first one to say I've done it before. The problem is this. Do we really hear him? Do we really hear him? So the question is: God able? Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart. Make it a purpose. I saw it and said, "No, no, I can make all grace about." He, he, God says, "I'll make all grace abound to you. All you got to do, stop, listen, and do what I say." Now all of a sudden, after he says it, what I, I purpose it. I purpose it. And no one's going to change it. You see, once it's purposed, there's no negotiation. Well, I decided that, but today I don't feel like that's a good idea. That's not purposed. Purpose is a it's a God idea, and I'm going to do it because I'm going to trust in His grace. It's going to all grace abound to me. You see, what at, what can you do today? What can you do today if you truly believe He is able? That can make all grace come to. What are you going to do with all God's grace? What possibilities. It's not about you. It's about those around you. And as you bless others, who really is blessed? You. It says here, under any compulsion, it says under compulsion, anybody forced to do something? Are you been, anybody forced to give money? I do when I put the gas in. There. <laughs> Click. If I try to drive off that lot, and not pay, what's going to happen? right? And this guy just stole. Anybody ever steal before? I'm just putting you on the spot, aren't I? <laughs> See, I'm saying everything. So it's a, it's a compulsion, forced to. No, no, not here. You just have to understand one thing, one thing only. Is God able? Is he able? And can he make all grace abound to you? That's the question. Can he, can he right now, as a walker in Jesus, can he make all grace abound to you? Can he? See, if that's possible, if that is true, I shouldn't say it's possible. If that's true, then what are you able to do? Is money an object? Is your time limited? Nothing is impossible for those who believe. For God loves a what kind of giver. I purpose, I purpose this in my heart. I purpose it. I purpose it. I purpose it. I walk with it. I know it. Until I know it's finished, it's mine. Sorry, Darren, I'll give it back at the end of that. Really, it will. It's mine. Because I purpose what God has in my heart. I purposed it. And no one's gonna take it. Because when I'm finished, I know what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? His grace, all of it, that's available to me at any time, any place, will be given to this. And through this, someone's gonna get it. Isn't that wonderful? That through this someone's gonna get grace because I'm gonna find a good deed. I'm going to find a good deed. And when I do, when I find it, it says, there it is. All right. This is now, because it's a good deed, his deed, I'm going to take that grace. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to give it away. This is yours anyway. This, I'm going to give away. Now, where did, where did grace go? Where did it go? In that good deed, right? Now, do I have to worry? No, I do not have to worry? Said, so, Oh, I don't think he did the right thing with that. I don't think Darren did the right thing with that. You know, let me go. Darren, here's what I think you should do with that. Am I need to do that or just say, no, it's in God's hands. It's his grace. He knows what to do with it. But I shared it. I gave it. I gave it away. It's in his ball. And not know by you, God does things right. I can do things wrong. So now it's been given. You guys understand the concept here. It's very simple. And how do I give it? Cheerfully. Why? Because I know God is in it. And I'm so cheerful to give you that, Darren. Even though it's just it's yours anyway. In this illustration, I'm you know I'm so thankful. Not only do I love you, as I allow God's grace to come to you. To me, that's humbling. What a way! What a, what a way to, to give God's grace to people. That's the context. So if we go back, just simply what we learned right now. If we go back to the original, here it is. Here it is. God is able to make all, this is another translation. The first one gets kind of confusing. God is able to make you rich in all grace so that you, in all things, having, what, sufficient to the utmost, mm -hmm, all of it, may be rich for all manner of good works. What is the church capable of doing today? You tell me. Who can stop it? Who can stop the goodness of God? And I'm sorry, if there's people out there who don't believe in the goodness of God, the church has forgotten to give. It's about giving, isn't it? It's about cheerfully, generously giving. I have been wrecked this week. <laughs> anybody, anybody go through weeks that just like, I've been wrecked in a good way. Very good way. God is so good. He's so good to show me. I would love today, all of you, to walk out of here and be so on fire for what you just learned, just like myself, that opportunities are going to, believe me, if you've received this word today and you let it come in your heart, You will be tested in this very thing today. Because God's work is what? In the heart of man. And it will not remain in your heart if you're not a doer of it. So listen to the word today. Receive it and do it. And the grace of God will always be through you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for your good word. You are able. Even in my life, God, if I just take a moment to think, all the things you've done. And Lord, forgive me, I've even forgotten some of the things that you've done in my life that I've just forgotten about. But if I was able to make milestones here today in this church about what you've done in my life, there wouldn't be enough room in this place. But Lord, I see it in others around me. The same thing, God, you make mountains, milestones in people's lives. You make changes. You want to be an avenue. Lord, you want to be the avenue of grace today to those. And Father, I know there's more than enough for all of us. You're willing to fill others with us. And so, Father, thank you for your kind and gracious word. You're a good God, and we love you in Jesus' name.